You're listening to the Candid Confidence Podcast. I'm Aliyah Party, the confidence coach for online entrepreneurs. My mission in life is to empower you to make your dreams a reality by learning how to let go of self-doubt and overcome overthinking. We're about to get real on confidence, spirituality, mindset, and business through solo episodes and amazing guest interviews. Girl, let's do the damn thing. Hey girl, welcome back to the Canon Confidence Podcast. So excited you're here. I'm Leah Pardee, I'm your host. I am here to teach you everything about online business, teach you through all the mistakes that I made in the beginning so you can avoid those mistakes and find success sooner. Okay, so you may have noticed a new intro on the podcast, right? It's a little bit different. Um, I kept the same song because for one, it was easier and I really like the song, so we kept it. Um, but a little bit of a rebrand. So I'm gonna go into all of this a little bit deeper into the episode, into what made me really realize I need to make this pivot a little bit. Um, but truly, truly, what I do now um, as the confidence coach for online entrepreneurs is I'm coaching entrepreneurs. Um, it's my, been my focus for months. I've, I've primarily had clients who are in online business for months and it was just kind of time to bring that over to the podcast a little bit more and, and start sharing some of that over here. So today we're gonna to talk about becoming an energetic match for sales. So this is for anyone who is in online business and is selling anything. So I, I see all the time, um, whether I'm chatting with you in the DMs or if I'm seeing people in the Facebook groups or, or chatting on Facebook with people, um, they wanna start an online business but they don't want to sell anything. And they're like, what can I do? And I'm like, what? How are you going to make any money? How is anyone going to pay you if you're not selling anything? Right? So we have so many weird feelings around sales, so many, so much ickiness. And I'm going to chat a little bit today about how you need to be an energetic match for getting the sale and how to go about doing that. So before we dive into all that today, I do want to cover my sponsor, which is Build Your Free and Fearless Business. This program starts in just a few weeks and I am so excited. I'm taking a small group of like-minded women through six weeks of training on each step of building your online business. So we're going to have, you know, it's going to be a private Facebook group where I'm answering your questions. I'm looking at your sales pages. I'm looking at anything you need me to um, help you on personally. We're going to have weekly group coaching calls. We're gonna be going through modules each week for things like branding, social media, sales strategies, how to make sales feel more comfortable for you, how to have the confidence to put yourself out there in your business. Um, basically everything that I've learned and everything I wish I knew in the beginning, I put into this six week course. So it's gonna be intensive, it's gonna be jumping right in with starting um, each week with new tasks to complete for your business, putting it all together. And whether you don't have a business at all, or whether you, you know, you are a life coach or you have a network marketing business, or um, maybe you're in mindset, some type of like mindset healing modality, but you're not getting traction and you really haven't put together all the steps to give your business the strategy it needs, it's gonna be perfect for you as well. So all of that being said, I'm really excited for this program. Um, the link is in the show notes and also feel free to message me over on Instagram at candid.confidence, any questions that you have, and I will see you inside the course. Okay, so I made a new introduction for the podcast. I'm rebranding it a bit, so I'm just gonna dive right into like my journey with that. 
So when I started my online business, I initially got the idea because my background is all in sales. Um, my, my corporate experience is all sales. And so years and years and years ago, um, I started to realize how important confidence was in order to sell anything. I became very aware of the role mindset plays in sales and how it's, it's not just sales, it's really every area of success in life, but I learned it through sales um, and how important it was. And I saw, you know, myself and other coworkers that were really, you know, into the mindset and like kind of latched onto this idea um, succeed. And then I saw a lot of people not succeed at all. And a lot of them just really didn't care about the mindset part, didn't want to wrap their mind around it, or just didn't understand or know about it. So I saw a lot of that. Um, and I dove really big into personal development for, for a couple of years. And then, um, I got even more into it. I learned, I read the secret. I got into, you know, spirituality and person or a, um, like law of attraction and all of that. And I was like, okay, I have to teach what I know here because I know this can help so many people. I know that there's so many women out there who, if they could apply these principles to their life, they'd have so much more success and happiness. So initially I started my blog, which was called Candid Confidence, um, just as a hobby, just as a way to help people and share information and hopefully change lives along the way. But I never intended it to be a business. And I talked to a lot of people that are in that boat or in the boat right afterwards where it's like, oh, this could be a business? <laughs> How? Um, I talk to those people a lot too. And it's just, it's really just like, it, it sounds too good to be true, kind of. So like when I had the blog and I started learning about life coaching and hearing about all these like online businesses and I was like, wait a minute, how are these people doing this? How are they making money? Like this doesn't seem, it, it looks too good to be true, right? How could that be possible? And um, obviously it's not too good to be true, but it does take, it does take work. It takes dedication. It takes, you know, a lot of um, grit and resilience to start an online business. There's a lot of mental stuff that goes into it. Um, so yeah, so then I started to play with the idea that maybe I could be a life coach. Uh, at first I was like, there's no way anyone would hire me. I was 26 at the time. I was like, you know, is this real? Like, could I actually do this? Finally wrapped my mind around it, ended up getting a coaching certification, which is not always what I recommend for people. So if you're like teetering between not sure uh, what type of coaching certification to get or if you should get one at all, message me um, or email me or contact me because I love kind of sharing my input on this just to help you avoid any unnecessary um, time and expenses and, and misdirection. So I'd love to chat with you about that. Um, so anyways, I got the certification, I started coaching and I was coaching for confidence. I was coaching lots of different types of people. Um, I had men, I had women, I had, uh, you know, moms, I had all kinds of people that I was coaching around confidence and maybe five or six months in, I started having people kind of naturally reach out that were in the online business space as well. So like network marketing or like nutritionist or life coaching. And they were looking for how can I release some of this self doubt? How can I be more confident in my business? And you know, they saw what I was doing and they wanted to kind of do the same. And so I started coaching those um, people in their businesses. 
And that's when I realized that that really, really was what I wanted to do because, you know, like I said, my background's in sales. I have a master's degree in business. Um, I know a heck of a lot in those areas and I just realized how much I could bring to the table combining the confidence and the mindset work with the knowledge of the sales and strategy. And I enjoy, frankly, I enjoyed it more. I really enjoy it. I love that I've been where these people have been. Um, I just love it. So I started focusing primarily on coaching people in their businesses. And, you know, that was a while ago. <laughs> and so on, on Instagram, um, I think I mostly was like advertising business, you know, most of my packages and things like that I've been selling for business. Um, but it wasn't until recently when I was talking to my mentor and we were kind of going through all of this and I was like, well, you know, I have the Mindful Academy, which is my membership program, which I am obsessed with teaching. Um, I teach meditation classes weekly in there and I do, I teach like journaling and, um, and I help them kind of move through different sectors of life in that program each week's like a different theme and I love it and it doesn't have anything to do with business but I love it and it's almost like it's like a it's a side part of my business right it's not taking over my whole business but it's a side part that I really enjoy so I I kind of was realizing like I'm going back and forth between offering things that are non-business related offering things that are business related um I was telling my mentor that like the podcast is is a confidence and personal development podcast and really I don't talk about business much in it and she really opened my eyes and made me realize this was kind of you know not the most effective way to be going about it because when you're and this is something that I've been teaching for so long so it was kind of frustrating but it's like when you're trying to appease multiple groups of people you're not really speaking as directly to the people that you're trying to attract. And I've known that for so long, but this is why it's so important to have that mentor, have that coach, you know, have someone that's holding you accountable and helping you see the holes in your business. It's so much easier to look at someone else's business and be able to point things out to them. At least for me, that's, I mean, that's just how it is in life as well. Um, our brain wants us to bypass our own, our own things just for different reasons. Um, for me, I think it was the need to be, you know, liked by everybody. I think it was the need to, you know, I had so much traction on this podcast. I didn't want to change it. Um, I think my ego was really taking over there. And yeah, like having that coach in your life helps you it's like another set of eyes on your business and time and time again um the coaches that i've had have helped me realize things that i wasn't getting on my own even if i was teaching the same thing to other people or helping people see those same holes in their business so that's why a lot of coaches have coaches and why so many people recommend like having a mentor or a coach um so she helped me a ton and that's why I initially decided like I needed to rebrand the podcast um, and, you know, keeping the name the same and everything, but changing up, I changed up the intro and I'm just going to focus more on, on business and sales because that's who my clients are and that's what I love. Um, but that's, that's just the focus of my business now. And that's not to say I'm not going to have amazing guests who do really cool things like, you know, like I had the breathwork um, instructor last week and, and things like that. I'll still have guests like that. I'll still talk about personal development, 
spirituality, those type of things as well. But the, I'm going to focus on, on business and, and how you can use those elements to thrive in your business because that's really, you know, I am a business coach now. That's what I'm doing. So that was kind of like my lesson, um, which is kind of, kind of has to do with niche a little bit, but um, it was my lesson that I had to learn. And you know, it's, it's hard when you have so much traction already too. So like this month, um, the month of April, we had over 6,000 downloads on the podcast, which is amazing. It's only been around since July, so it's really taken off. And the last thing I want is to lose my listeners and the people that message me on Instagram and tell me how this podcast has changed their lives. You know, I don't want to lose those things. So that's why it was hard for me to make the decision to, to really go towards business. But it didn't make sense to focus in two different areas. Um, and it doesn't make sense for you and your business either, probably. So learn from me. I'm here to teach you all of my mistakes. Um, and yeah, so I wanted to fill you in there so you would understand why we kind of changed the direction a little bit with the intro and, and with the podcast. So Okay, now let's get into the juicy part of the episode. We're gonna talk about becoming an energetic match for sales. You guys are probably by now somewhat familiar with energy work, with the law of attraction, with all of that. Um, like attracts like, you know, get, allowing yourself, allowing your energy, your thoughts, all of it to, to be focused on what you want and how that will attract those things into your life. Um, it's also, as I always talk about, subconscious. And this has so much to do with, with sales in any capacity. So my background, um, basically, I, how did I even start working in sales? I, I honestly think it was when I was working at the hospital. I was in housekeeping. I was a housekeeping assistant manager. And we'd have salespeople come and they would try to sell things to me and my boss. And they would do presentations and all of that. And I had thought about doing sales when I was in college as well. Um, I actually had a professor tell me that she thought I should work in sales. And you know how sometimes when like a mentor type person tells you you'd be good at something, you you kind of latch on to that. So I'd always thought about it. And finally, I decided to go for it. And probably, you know, four or five months in, I started to see the importance of mindset. I started to realize it. And I started to understand that if the more that I believed I was going to close the sales, the more likely it was to close. And I was in business to business. So I was like going to business meetings every day with different, um, different types of small businesses and medium sized businesses mostly. And I started understanding the importance of confidence. And I started noticing that like these super successful people and it's in any field, right? It's not just sales, but I started to notice their confidence, it almost becomes contagious. And when someone's trying to sell you something and they are, they believe in it and they are like living it, uh, you start to buy into that belief pretty quickly. Whereas when you're trying to buy something from someone and they're like, you can tell that there's like a nervousness there, like a hesitation there, um, or a desperation, any of those energies, that just turns you right off. And you're like, ooh, something's weird here. And you might not, it's not going to be something that you're always going to consciously think, right? So it may be hard to think back to a time when you've dealt with a salesperson who was like this, but it's much more subconscious. It's much more um, of us. It's like when you, 
it's almost like if you've ever met someone who you are like you don't think they like you and you kind of get the feeling of like oh that person doesn't really like me you know maybe someone that you're around a lot and you're like oh they don't really like me but then you end up telling them somehow or they tell you that they felt the same way about you and you're like what no i thought you didn't like me like i have had that happen and i know of people that have had that happen and it's because basically life's a mirror and people are just picking up on your energy so when you have an energy of of insecurity you are gonna make other people feel insecure basically like if you're worried about people liking you that comes off to them like oh this person doesn't like me right so it's the same when you're in a sales relationship if you have the insecurity of oh this person might not buy from me what if they don't think I'm good enough what if they think it's too expensive what if it's too cheap like whatever when you have those insecurities and you're in that energy bubble of, of feeling insecure you're gonna make the other person feel that you're gonna make the other person wonder what's going on they might not necessarily be, be at the level of awareness where they pick up on you being insecure it's more gonna probably be for them that you make them feel insecure and then they start to think "Ooh, maybe this isn't good maybe this isn't right and yeah, most people, I have to remind myself, are not so immersed in this mindset culture and haven't been do doing this for years. So like, it's just, it's it's like a, the awareness level is just probably not going to be there. So one thing that you can do for yourself is to practice being more aware. When you're around people, which I know you're not around many people right now because of the coronavirus, but when you're around people or even when people are pitching you online, start to pay attention to that. Uh, if they're making you feel insecure, chances are they're insecure. Okay, so we don't want that. We don't want to give off those energies. Those energies will repel your sales, okay? Believing in yourself and believing in what you're selling is everything, guys. It truly, truly, truly is. So how can we get behind what we're selling? How can we really, really build this belief in what we're selling? Because if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you have probably been working on your confidence. You have some ideas about how to work on your confidence continually, but we need to do that. We like really need to do that, <laughs> but we also really need to get behind what we're selling. And so I know a lot of coaches um, will advertise like, I can get you to your first 5k month, 10k month, um, 100k in a year, whatever. They make these claims and a lot of the times how they plan on having you get there so quickly is pricing your price, pricing your offer at like, you know, $3,000 when you're a brand new coach, okay? <laughs> you better be able to get behind that $3,000 ticket price that you're offering somebody or else people are not gonna buy it. So I always I always hesitate with that. Um, I always want to caution people, when you hear people talking about a 10K month, for example, that they made in their business, please know that most of the time they're referring to revenue. I can't say that everyone does this, but many of the people that I have encountered in the industry, they're referring to revenue. That means they could have like overhead may not be a lot as a coach in an online business, right? Might be like a couple hundred dollars a month, but might be a lot more if they have 
expensive programs that they're a part of, if they are, you know, investing in, um, and in ads, for example, if they have like assistance, whatever, all of that is their overhead cost. And that is not part of that 10 K. So just be cautious of that. Just be, be uh, mindful that when people make claims about how much money they're making online, typically they're referring to revenue or sales and not profit. Um, also they're typically referring to, they're actually typically referring to sales for the month, which could be a lot of payment plans. So maybe they're not getting that 10 K all at once. It's over the next three months. It becomes kind of tricky and weird. And so just be cognizant of that. Um, I don't think that a lot of people have an intention of, of lying online to get you to buy things. Like I really don't believe that about people, but I think that sometimes in the industry that you're in, you start to become accustomed to what everyone else is doing. And so you start doing the same things, saying the same things, talking about the same things and not thinking much of it. So I don't think it comes from a place of, of like, you know, <laughs> like some type of, um, I can't think of the word. Is it malicious? Is that a word? Like, you know, like an evil, <laughs> like they're not trying to be bad. Okay. But that's just, that's just some of the terminology to be aware of. So what I urge you to do is to price your offers at a price you can really get behind. And my, my coaches, the, you know, two that I've had, um, and I'm sure a lot of other ones that I might hire right now would tell me to raise my prices. They just would. Uh, it's one way for them to, to help me make more money, right? Um, but I'm really, really, really behind my pricing, especially with my new program, um, Build Your Free and Fearless Business. Like the ROI in that program is going to be insane. Uh, my one-to-one -one coaching prices, I am fully behind them. C could I raise them? Yeah. Will I raise them at some point? Sure. But right now I feel really, really good about them. I believe in them. I believe they're priced to help people and to charge more right now to make more money just doesn't really feel necessary to me. It feels necessary to me to, to give people a rate that I can really get behind, um, that I believe in and that they're going to get an incredible ROI from. Now, if you're in network marketing or selling physical products and things like that, it might not be as flexible for you to change your pricing and that's okay. You've got to still be able to get behind it though. You've got to be able to really build a belief behind what you're offering people. And a lot of that just comes back to, you know, building this into your daily practices. If you're doing journaling, journal on how, how much value people are getting from what they're paying you for journal on that, you know, journal on, um, the value that you get yourself from the products. If you're network marketing, you typically use the products yourselves. Why do you pay that price? You know, why do you like those products? Uh, if you're a coach, you know, journal on the amazing outcomes that you get people and how you're changing their lives. We have to just continually work on really getting behind our pricing. And there's a difference between charging ridiculous rates, um, <laughs> and charging rates that are too low. So obviously, so sometimes I will think like, are my prices too low or whatever? Like everyone has these different thoughts, but you know, the pricing, you want to be able to get behind it, but you also don't want to make it so low that the person isn't getting any value from it. Because here's the thing, 
a big part of why coaching works is is because people are putting forth their energetic uh, transaction through money to get it from you and that holds them accountable that means they're going to show up they're going to typically take it seriously they're typically going to take your advice and actually stick to it because a lot of the times you know we're challenging our, our people and our clients we want them to push themselves and that can be really hard and their brain's going to give them reasons not to do it but if they're giving you an energetic exchange by you know money and they're putting forth enough money that they feel obligated to see it through that's going to benefit them greatly because they're going to take it serious and that's what we want because when people take it serious they get serious results so this is not to say like you know giveaway coaching for like you know something really really low like definitely don't do that because people have to show up and ultimately it's they're going to get a lot more out of it if there is a monetary exchange this is why like you know I've, I've given away courses for free um in exchange for testimonials and it doesn't work because people people already like sometimes don't complete online courses if people aren't paying for them where's the accountability for them to to, to really see the value that's going to be missing so that's why we can't just give everything away for free and it is important to get testimonials in the beginning but definitely get your price into a point where you can get behind it fully you know it gives a lot of value but it's still holding people accountable and it's still going to be something that they see as valuable so back to the testimonials you know another way to get a belief behind what you're selling if you're new is going to be doing some things for free okay so coaching for example i worked with practice um practice clients and i got testimonials from them and not only did i get testimonials um from them i got like feedback and stories and um basically confidence for myself that i was helping them i got that for for me to to have conversations with them about how I help them and see them each week growing and changing and, and improving, that's gonna help you build your confidence. That's really, really, really important. And so we need to not be afraid to offer those things in the beginning. I, I try to get my clients to start doing those things as soon as possible because there's no reason you can't start offering free things in exchange for testimonials. And the more of that you can do in the beginning, the more confidence you're gonna have, the more you're gonna be able to become an energetic match for this. You need to feel good about it too. And, and what better way to feel good about it than to know that you've helped people. You've done it and you've helped people. And then the other part is really just working through the, the fear and the doubt and the shame around selling. I don't know why there's so much weirdness about it. I, I've never felt that way. I, I was in network marketing, you know, in high school and college. Um, I sold Avon. I, I, I've always just sold. And so I don't quite understand why people feel so weird about selling, but I, but I believe it really comes back to our human nature and our, our need as, a, as such a social creature for acceptance. We don't want people to not like us. We want everybody to like us. We all do. It's okay. We all do it. But <laughs> selling things to people is not going to make them not like you, right? We have to just wrap our minds around the reality of the situation. So let's say you're a beach body coach. 
you probably love Beachbody. You probably got into it, like you may have gotten into it as a coach to make money, but a lot of the times people start off because they like the workouts, they like Shakeology, they love it. Or if you're a coach, a lot of times you're seeing the transformation that it's, it's created for you. You know, I have had clients in Beachbody and it's a great accountability tool, for example, that you're holding yourself accountable to working out because you're doing this online. So, um, or if you're not a coach, Yet, if you started as, as not a coach, you're held accountable by the coach. So you have a reason why you started um, doing it. And you really have to remember that you got a lot of value out of that. So aren't you happy that somebody sold you Beachbody? Aren't you happy you were following that girl or that girl reached out to you or whatever the thing was? So why would you not want other people in on it? That's what we have to like constantly remind ourselves of. Um, you know, for me with coaching, you know, I hired a coach. It helped me a ton. I saw so much value in it. Now I have so much knowledge and resources that I can share. So it's, it's reminding myself like, oh, of course people need this. Like, it's almost like if I'm not selling, I'm doing people a disservice because they're not aware that I have something I can give to them. We're not forcing anyone to buy anything from us, guys. We're not tricking anybody, right? We're offering them something and they can either say yes or no. So it's just, it's just every single day, you know, you have to realize you're going to have these weird feelings. You're going to have fears and doubts. Your ego is going to give you reasons to hold yourself back. Basically, it's going to make you afraid to do these things. We have to work on that awareness of the ego um, and go back and listen to the episode I did about, about ego as well. Um, I can't remember what it was called, but that's okay. You'll find it. It was like, it was like two episodes ago, I think, but we have to work on that awareness. So when we're hearing that voice and it's telling us, Ooh, are you sure you want to message that person? Oh, are you sure you want to post this, this video on Instagram? You know, you don't have any makeup on. Are you sure we have to just recognize that voice as the ego voice and that voice is there to keep us safe. I have a hack that I've been using for self-doubt <laughs> and um, basically, so for a long time, I was at the stage where I would have like thoughts about, you know, things not working out. What if this doesn't work? What if that doesn't work? Whatever, all the thoughts. And I would work through them journaling and meditating like I still currently do. But for a long time, I wasn't super in control of those thoughts. It was, it was hard to almost catch them. I would find myself in a story. I'd find myself in like an overthinking story about like, oh, like if this doesn't work out, I can just go back to the corporate world. Or like I'd have a thought like that. But I'd be like deep in the thought. And then I'd be like, shoot, like why am I here thinking about all of this? Like, come on. And I couldn't quite separate it. Um, but more recently it's become a lot easier to hear myself start to have a thought like that. And I'm like, okay, really? And it's almost weird because it's almost like some, it's almost like it's someone else's voice talking to me. And I'm like, what, who is this? So what I have been saying out loud, um, keep in mind, I'm by myself almost all the time. My husband, um, like comes home at, after work. <laughs> And we're together at night, but like this is primarily during the day when I'm just working on my business by myself. So I have the thought that comes up and I literally say out loud, nope, I've already decided. 
And sometimes I'll repeat it like three times out loud in a fierce voice. Because at this point, I'm just not letting myself focus on any negative thoughts. I'm not letting myself trail off into overthinking land. I'm not letting myself think about what if things don't work. <laughs> at this point, it's like when the thought comes up, I just say, nope, I've already decided. And then I just move on and I just redirect. And when you constantly have the focus on the success that's coming to you, it's going to come to you. It just is, it has to, right? But it's just a constant daily, uh, I don't wanna say battle, but it's a daily practice of letting those negative thoughts go and not letting them control you anymore. And when I say, nope, I've already decided, it's because of the power of decision. So you're, when you make a decision, it is extremely powerful because your subconscious mind snaps to and says, okay, we're gonna start doing all of the things we need to do to get this result. But for a decision to really be a decision, it's very firm. It feels like, let's say there's like a type of guy that you just would never date again. Maybe you dated some assholes and you're like, no, I'm only available for this type of guy. And you know kind of who he is and what he's about. And you start to have thoughts about some douchebag or something. And you could be like, nope, nope, uh-uh, not going there. And you feel firm about it and you feel clear about it and you feel serious about it. That's kind of like, <laughs> that's like a decision. So like, one thing that I always say is like, when, I, like, I'm gonna have coffee every morning. That's just, it's not an option for me not to have coffee. Anywhere I'm traveling, I will always get coffee. I always know that. I don't have to worry about it. I know that. So you have to apply like an energy of something like that. Like I want you to think of an example of something in your life that you're only available for. Like for me, like um, I am only available to have a car that has heated seats. Like now that I've had that for a couple years, ain't no way in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, I'm having a car that doesn't have heated seats. I'm just... I'm used to having them now and I refuse to go back. And for me, that feels very, very strong and very firm. And I just know that I'm just never going to be available for that, for not having heated seats. So what are you only available for? What are things in your life that you have a firm boundary and you're like, ain't no way, ain't no way I'm not getting this, right? What are those things for you? Uh, think about that energy and apply that when you're trying to make new decisions, new income goals for the month in your business, uh, new whatever goals you have, um, whatever decisions you're making, deciding what you're available for, and then tying it into that super decisive energy. Okay? I want you to practice that. I want you to think of an example of that that you can use for yourself, like my coffee example. Um, that you're just like, I absolutely know for a fact that that's not happening. And so, you know, like really get firm on this, have an example in mind that you can use. So when you're trying to make a decision, you can use that energy behind it because it's powerful. It's really powerful when you're wishy-washy and you're like, well, yeah, I, I want this thing, but I'm kind of not sure if it's going to work out. And I'm I'm almost okay if it doesn't, like, you know, I'll be okay. Like, no, that wishy-washy energy tells your subconscious mind not to make you do the things to get there. And when that happens, you're gonna be full of excuses. You're not gonna be super motivated because you're not sure if it's gonna work, all of that bullshit. So think of an example for yourself, practice with making the decision 
and stay the course, guys. Stay the course. You have to. When things aren't looking super great right away, you know, when things are kind of slow and people aren't watching your videos and things aren't super engaged, stay the course. People have to get to trust you and know you and like you before they're going to make a purchase and before they're going to become, you know, one of your people who's always there on your videos and who's always in your inbox. Stay the course. You know, remind yourself why you're doing this. Remind yourself that you're going to have the success if you just stay the course because you will. Okay, I love you guys. Thanks for chatting with me today. If you want to hop into build your fearless, uh, your fear, your what? Build your free and fearless business. Let me know. The links in the show notes. Um, and of course, subscribe, of course, give me a rating and a review. If you like the show, if this episode spoke to you, please share it on your Instagram stories, tag me in it, all the things to get all the people into this community where they can learn and grow. And I appreciate that so much. I will talk to you guys very soon.